I'm back. Um, so, <laughs> how do I start this? Um, so first of all, any different noises, I'm in a different location and I'm drinking some tea, I'm sitting down. Um, so you'll probably hear me shuffling my legs so I don't get a dead leg <laughs> uh, and um, sipping some tea. Yeah. Um, I feel quite emotional actually um, because if you listen to the previous episode, what had happened was um, I had a mental breakdown because um, some news was shared with me and it just threw me off. Um, from there, I felt myself feeling suicidal. Um, from there, I just, I just fell into a really dark pit. Really, really dark pit. Um, and I, I was just ready to finish everything in terms of um, just being faithful to God. I wanted to just be gone so much and you know, not be here anymore and go to heaven and live this fantastic life in heaven, you know, the way I was thinking anyway, um, with everything going on with the pandemic um, and just the way circumstances where I was believing in God for change and for hope, um, but it wasn't coming in the way I thought. And then having the news, which threw me off, it just a whirlwind happened like I found myself um I quickly fell it fell back into like porn and masturbation um as a way of like comforting myself um I I just didn't see any hope um and after I got the news, the biggest thing for me that frightened me um, was the suicidal thoughts, like that really, really frightened me because being seen as the strong one growing up in various friendship groups, different leadership positions and struggling with it for a number of years actually because of um different things i went through growing up um a sense of fear shame and guilt was sewn into me um and even though i didn't feel suicidal when i was younger because of the things that was spoken over my life and done to me um i started developing suicidal thoughts and i didn't even realize it like i thought i could control it because I always was the type not to like physically harm but like always wanting to die and go to heaven or 
just getting up and walking and just never coming back and not realizing that that is still suicidal thoughts um but this time when i received the news last month um i had a serious like mental breakdown um i couldn't breathe like i was just crying and talking um i couldn't physically stand up um and just a lot was happening from there um and i took matters into my own hands and i didn't realize that i was doing so um but god oh but god um like i literally I literally, um, I said to God, I said, I'm done. How is it I'm trying so hard and this flipping pandemic, you know, did you see what I did there? I tried to exchange it for a swear word. I'm trying not to um, do it too much on the podcast because um, I, I get that everyone um I get that everyone thinks differently anyway. Like I I don't try and pretend and say that I don't swear I could do. Um not a lot. Not trying to justify that anyway, but it's it's just something I do. But anyway, so flipping is the best word I can use. Let's keep that there. Um and just feeling like with the pandemic, with everything going on leaving my family home feeling like I'm doing so much of life by myself and I'm still so young like you know of course when you get to your mid-20s you feel yourself and you feel like okay it's all cool but you're still young in in the grand scheme of things you're still young um not that you're not developing and maturing of course I am but I don't have that much life experience ahead of behind me that's the one um and I I told God I'm done I said what is the point even with um the pandemic and not wanting to take my jab because not understanding and I'm not going to get into the whole politics of it whatever is on your heart whatever god's leading you to do live your life that's that that's not for me to say take it or not but i did end up, i did end up taking it um taking the jab um and then you know even seeing what is being said in the news in regards to different types of covid different types of variants i think that's what they're calling them I feel like when will this when will this actually end like this is this is this is a joke at this point like this is an actual joke um and even in my personal life feeling like I'm you know I'm doing so much that I need to do and I don't get it pops and what the heck like why is there so many setbacks and just feeling like the best thing would be for me to just probably get COVID and die and go to heaven um and i didn't even realize how much 
those thoughts were eating away at me and um, dealing with loneliness as well. Um, I didn't even realise the effects it had on me, but it had some serious effects. Um, because yes, COVID has made things more separate. There's less community um, in person anyway. But also as well, I was trying to deal with things in my own strength. Um, and it just, it took a toll on me. So when I received the news that I received, um, it makes sense now I'm here, like looking looking at everything. It makes sense for me to have a mental breakdown. It makes sense that I had suicidal thoughts. I had a panic attack. Um, and I just want to say something that I've been learning in this time is I was so focused on doing and for the first time in my life and you know what I had to hit rock bottom I had to essentially um, go through what I went through to understand that my relationship with Christ is not about doing, but it's about being. And um, I, for the first time, realised that this whole time in my faith journey, um, in this particular area, in this particular thought pattern, it was wrong. It is wrong. The Christian walk is not about doing. It was never about doing. It was always about being. And when you be instead of do, all the power is taken away from you. You have no power and you realise that in being in a relationship with Christ, all the power and the glory belongs to him. And because of that, you're so vulnerable you feel helpless. Sometimes you may even feel weak. And I, I want to touch on that a bit more as well. But you feel so vulnerable. Um, and I had to get to a place of rock bottom. To allow God into that innermost vulnerable part of the, of the mindset of the thoughts of me feeling like in order for me to receive... And in order for me to give, I have to do. Um, and for the first time in my life, I'm learning how to be. Um, and when I say it is so powerful to understand that I cannot control the breath in my body. Like we say it and we we click our fingers and we say wow that's powerful but if you if you when you get that revelation of being in a in in a relationship with Christ being not doing when you actually say it it means a whole different thing it really does like you cannot control the breath in your body and there's so much out there that tells us to do, 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 that 
the re- the reason why we were created in the first place was to be to be in fellowship and relationship with God like and I know because of our current circumstances like in our individual lives we forget to go back to the first chapter in the Bible the first verses but if you go back to the first chapter in the Bible the reason why all of this is going on like the reason why all of this was created in the first place anyway before the fall was to be in relationship with God it was never about doing and I get how sometimes you can feel like that's great Ronnie that you're, that you're saying that but I have bills to pay and I know I know that living on my own I know there's bills to pay I know there's things that needs to be prioritized I know that now I'm an adult um you know it's not about eating as much sugar as I can and you know it's about looking after my health I know that But what I'm trying to say is what needs to be at the core of that thought pattern of who you are is understanding that being in God is your source. Being, like he is your source. It's not about what you do, why he loves you. It's about being. And I... I'm still learning about this being, but receiving this revelation after having suicidal thoughts, it's it's like, when I say, let, let me even just go a step further. It was more than just suicidal thoughts. I had to call the police um, and call people around me because um, I didn't, trust myself to go to sleep that night and 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 stay in my apartment let's just be honest with that um like that's the kind of rock bottom I hit and I don't even know if I would be sitting here today let's just keep it like that um but I when I when I spoke to God and I said so emotional and I said how could you how could you pops allow me to get to such a low in life like how could you actually allow that and this is the truth if I got what I wanted when I wanted it if I kept doing Oh, Ronnie's the strong one. Ronnie does this. Ronnie does that. Ronnie does charity work. Ronnie does a podcast. Ronnie does this. If I if I kept on in the doing, I would not understand that my whole entire existence, my relationship with God is based on me just being in a relationship with him. I, I would have just, I don't know where I would have been. I really don't know. And I had some moments where the tears I was crying wasn't the tears where you can formulate words. Um it was the tears of like like my soul was groaning. 
um, and all I could make was a wailing noise, like just a noise of, of just a sound. And I was saying, God, you mean to tell me all this time I thought it was about doing? And I even in the past have tried to rationalize and break down logically and, and try to pray on it in terms of, well, you know, it's it, our, our faith is not just about works, but it's also um, about, you know, it's faith and works together, but not understanding that to the core, I still believed in doing. And the people who I listen to, who I admire, it's when I hear them go through moments like this, losing a, a loved one or being on the brink of death, whether it's cancer or whatever it is, and understanding when God picks them up from that, the revelation they receive, you have, you, you can't understand it if it's not given to you. That's just, that's my understanding. Like God has to give you that personal revelation. It, it's like another world. There is everything around us that makes us feel like if we don't do, we can't, we, we can't have an identity, we can't be loved. There's so many things, so many narratives around us. And um, I, all I know is that I feel like my eyes have been opened up and I just I'm just lost for words I'm just lost for words because to be in Christ it's it's new to me but also as well it's like it feels like a secret that's been hidden all these years like a secret garden you know, um, the Chronicles of Narnia, a secret doorway, a secret place to this magical land. And when you realise that things aren't appear, things don't, things aren't what they seem to be. That's, you know, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Things aren't what they seem to be. You realise that you can do all your life and it means nothing to God. It's about being and I remember just speaking to God and saying, why would you choose me if you knew I wanted to take my life? Like, why would you actually choose me? And the answer is God loves me. Like, I don't, and I don't know any other way to say it. And I know sometimes there can be a frustration because as human beings, we want an explanation, we want it broken down, we want it paraphrased, we want something creative and visual to, to be expressed to us so we can see it, feel it, touch it, hear it. But in the kindest way I can say to you is, it's okay that you don't understand. And this is something I feel like I still wrestle with in terms of feeling like I have to understand the mysteries of God, hence why it's a mystery. Um, but it's okay that you don't understand. 
not understanding does not mean you haven't received it or does not mean it's it's for you we have to get to a place as people and i even realize in saying that it's not even like an end destination because that's when you go to heaven we have to i believe um learn how to be in god and allow him to continuously fight for us in this area yeah that's the best way i can say it because this will not be the first or the last time no this is not the first <laughs> and it won't be the last time that i try to understand a mystery of god but every time he draws me into his presence what I learn and understand is it's okay not to understand. And as much as that seems like a tongue twister, um, it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. Um, you know, this whole relationship of trusting God. Oh. Just. I'm telling you. It's. It's. It's beautiful. And I think. I get that I. Um, had somewhat of a traumatic childhood. And I, I get that. And I don't want to dismiss that and say oh, I should just get over myself I don't believe that's God's heart for anyone who went through any type of abuse or trauma growing up or even as an adult any you know anything could be traumatic getting cancer and battling and fighting that is is traumatic you know anything that really brings you to a place of just depth in in questioning life um but I think I put too much ownership upon what I went through growing up and felt like well if I went to counseling enough if I prayed enough fasted enough had good words spoken over me because with me I'm not just someone who does the works um I would like to think as well I have the faith alongside of it so I pray I fast I read I come to God but I also as well purchase books go to um seminars i um try to get mentored by people and i realize that those things are good but they're not god and it's not that god will turn around and say forget everything walk away never read your bible don't seek a mentor it's not that it's understanding at the core that God is your source like the only way I can think about it is when I look at um I keep I have this picture in my head right now of like the earth and you know they tell you there's um <laughs> I don't want to butcher this but they tell you there's different levels to the earth there's the core there's the lava there's the surface there's different parts um and those things are on a surface level like 
if you can picture what I'm trying to say, um, and they're good, but if the core is off, if, if there's something wrong with the core, the entire earth is affected. And it blows our minds because we can't see the core, but we can see the surface. And then when we dig a bit deeper, we can see that part. But it's too hot for anybody as a human being to go all the way physically to the core and stand and be in the presence of the core of the earth. But it's there. And everything that I've been doing to try and heal from my childhood, my teenagehood, um, to try and cope as I've, as I've seen it in the pandemic, it's good, but it's not God. Meaning that if there are days where what I'm doing doesn't seem to work, it's okay not to read or pray that day that week, that month, and just rest in God. It's okay for me to not understand scriptures that I read over and over again. If, if that time I'm reading it, I don't get it, that's fine. You know, it's understanding that I'm not gonna know the answers and it's okay. I think not just my childhood and my teenagehood but also as well you know there was a particular pastor and I've been underneath some good pastors but this particular pastor that I was underneath so-called pastor anyway he's not a real pastor um but this particular pastor at the time let's just say that it was in a crucial time where I was seeking healing um I just wanted God to transform my mind and he spoke so much death not just to me but to it's it, to everybody around and he spoke about you know your trust has to be rooted in man and I knew at the time when he said it I knew it was wrong but I didn't have the I didn't claim my authority in Christ to be able to say no actually the fact that you're saying that there's something off about you but I just accepted it and there's some other weird stuff that he would say but he made it very clear in his time when I was underneath his leadership it's about what you do if you don't do this how do you expect God to heal you if you don't do that how do you expect things to change and I didn't realize how much it, that affected me but I took that doing mindset with me even after leaving that that place and on top of that with childhood teenagehood and then on top of that being a human being living in a sinful world all of that had been stirring in the atmosphere of my mind and it broke me so now it makes sense that of course I was feeling suicidal because after all I was doing, after all I had done for myself, for other people, for, for the house of God, why wasn't things changing or what did I do wrong? 
And getting to rock bottom helped me to see that Ronnie, you can do all that you can do in your lifetime. And it doesn't matter. If God is not in the middle of it, just because of who he is, it doesn't matter. And sometimes people say, well, that's because you didn't put God in the middle. I just find it a bit difficult to explain this. I can try my best. But doing, being, just being in God is what you need to do. Like, that's not me saying, well, you know, God, I was intentional today because let's be honest with ourselves. We're not always intentional in seeking God, but yet he still is with us. He he has never left us nor forsaken us. Um, and yeah, <laughs> as you can see, I'm still working through this as well as this is the first time I've recorded an episode from since the last episode I did. Um, and I've had some time to think. Um, yeah, I think I was a bit nervous in doing this because I was like, oh God. <laughs> How am I going to even deliver it? Because I wanted to be more honest because we're not living in easy times. Yeah. And um, there's no point me coming on here and pretending. I know people around me who are struggling. Um, and I've looked at statistics with different things and some heavy stuff has increased especially like mental health a lot of people young and old are really struggling right now so let me not pretend like oh yeah i'm just here living in the glory of the lord um but i think let god talk to you about this episode because i was just about to say i think you should take this and ponder on this just let him talk to you um I think another thing I want to mention is I was really battling and I was saying, God, why why didn't you allow me to die of COVID or why didn't you, um, why, why am I still here? What's the point if things aren't, like if I'm not doing anything because I still haven't been able to get a job yet um, and I'm like, what's the point? I'm just home. I go out every now and again. I don't get it. Um, and the Holy Spirit would just continue to minister to me that God is not... God is not finished with you. Um, in terms of... There's things he wants to bless you with. Because many times when we hear God is not finished with you, we think... Um, oh yeah because there's more things that I need to do no God wants to bless me abundantly and of course there's things he's going to refine within me but let's not forget that there's things that God wants to bless us with on earth you know um, sometimes we forget that there are good things 
riches and gold in terms of relationships, in terms of community, um, some financial um, stuff as well, um, that God actually desires to bless us with before we leave this earth, before our time on this earth is finished. Let's not forget that a promotion is a blessing from God. Let's not forget that marriage is a blessing from God. Let's not forget that restoration of health is a blessing from God. Um, and I was really thinking, well, God, why is it that, you know, I can get all of that in heaven? Because I, even with everything that was going on, because, again, God hasn't left me, I still believe that if I was to take my life, I would go to heaven. That that was my belief. That is my belief, um, understanding that no matter what happens to me, I'm going to be in the arms of God, um, entering into glory when my last breath is um, breathed. So I was saying, um, I don't get it, God. And there's different things that came up when I was just in his presence and just um, asking him so many questions and being honest. Because this time as well that I've had from the last episode, I just was being honest. <laughs> There was no point me pretending about certain things and I just had to come clean in terms of just getting to the raw, the rawness of certain things I've been thinking but I didn't want to say, certain ways I've been feeling but I didn't want to feel, um, yeah. Um, I think the isolation that I've been in, like now I'm I'm not living where I was before, I'm living with someone um, which is a great person and I thank God because um, I feel like I feel safe and secure and stuff like that now and I thank him for that but um, before the isolation that I was in I didn't realise how much my mind was going into overdrive and thinking so many things that I was getting and receiving from God and not understanding that there were lies, deception, you know, um, thinking when I was getting certain revelations, it was lies of the enemy, lies to try and destroy me. Um, and I think when I felt suicidal, part of the panic was I was in shock because I was like I can't believe this is like when it was happening I was like is this really happening like what happened what went wrong like I, I literally couldn't breathe properly because I was panicking so much and I was trying to control it and I couldn't um but yeah um I think you're not the only one. Be comforted and just take a deep breath in and release that breath and know that you're not the only one. There are so many people during this pandemic who have literally said, um, 
I'm walking away from the faith. People have tried to take their lives. People um, have gone back into toxic relationships. People have lost businesses. People have gotten sick. Um, like I saw a video um, and someone had COVID for a long time. People being frightened, people being scared. Um, be rest assured that you're not weird, you're not odd. It doesn't mean that you were falling away in terms of, oh, I should have read more, I should have prayed more. My love, I can tell you this, it doesn't matter how much you pray or you fast, the times that we're living in are hard times. So be rest assured that if you're struggling, it's not a bad thing. If you're struggling, it does not change the way God sees you. If you're struggling, it does not um, it does not mean you were never a Christian in the first place. It doesn't mean that. It just means the times that we're living in are hard. That's the truth. It's hard. Um, if you find yourself binging on things that you thought you were never going to go back to, because that, for me, that's how I felt with porn and masturbation. I was like, no, I'm getting better. And I just went into an overdrive. If you find yourself going, binging on things, um, going back to things, if you find yourself um, feeling like, even just your personal hygiene and feeling like, I haven't showered in weeks, I haven't combed my hair, I haven't brushed my teeth, because I, you know, I, I know something we don't really talk about, but um, I know for myself anyway, whenever my mental health is, is at a low, as much as I like, and this is the thing, this is what humbles me and reminds me how much being in God is important. But it also shows me how much I need to to just let go of a lot of this pressure I have upon myself. Because I like to look after myself. I like to take care of myself. But I'm telling you, when my mental health is low, I couldn't care less. I actually couldn't care less. Um, if you find yourself in that place, if you find yourself um, hating church, hating people, hating everybody... Um, it's okay, like, you feeling this way is not a way to be condemned. If you find yourself questioning who you are, questioning people, questioning the government, questioning faith, that's okay. You know, I, I, I ask that you don't listen to the fearful talks of people who say you shouldn't question. Question. Because can I tell you this? If you don't question now, you'll end up questioning at some point in life anyway. Um, question. Bring all your questions to God. Bring all of them over to him. You know, you promised yourself you would never go back to that toxic relationship. And you did. And you're disappointed. Okay, you're disappointed, but bring that to God. Because what you need to know is this, all those lies coming against you, condemning you, 
they're not your own thoughts. And you've been thinking these thoughts for such a long time that you're saying, no, Ronnie, they're, they're my thoughts. Yes, you've accepted them and they've become your own, but they were never yours in the first place. They were never yours in the first place. And I remember I was listening to something recently and someone was saying, when Eve was tempted by the devil and he was like, don't you want to be like the most high? Be like God. You know, God is hiding things from you. She accepted those lies and took of the fruit. But what, what was being taught to me through the video, what the person was preaching said, let's, let's, let's go backwards. The devil was the one who initially first had these thoughts. He was the one that wanted to be like the most high. He was the one that believed that God was hiding things for his glory. And, and he was the one that wanted to partake in the glory. But then his own lies became the lies of Eve. And you have to remember, he's the father of lies. And sometimes it's like, yeah, but I don't understand it. I've been thinking this way from since I was a toddler. You know, I've been thinking this way um, for such a long time. My mother's mother, my father's father, we, we think like this. There's an origin and the origin goes back to the enemy. So... Yes, you may have accepted these lies, these thought patterns, these habits, but they don't belong to you. And I know that seems like a whole paradox, but that's what it is. It's a paradox. The lies originally aren't your own, but they become your own when you accept them. But then when you're in Christ and you give them over to God, they're no longer your own. So yes, it seems paradoxical. <laughs> But be rest assured that being in God, he will show you how these lies are not your own. Um, yeah, so. <sighs> God, <laughs> I'm surprised my tea is still lukewarm. Um, but yeah. Like, I even got rid of the podcast. You don't know this, or you may have realised because I don't. I don't know how it showed up um, on your list. I actually got rid of it. Sent the email to Anchor to get rid of it. Got rid of all my material and stuff. Um, I was done, 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 and literally, was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday or the day before the Holy Spirit was like, email Anchor back and like, get your, get your podcast back. And I was like, huh, but it's gone. God, it's gone. Like I was done. And I received the email early hours of this morning and they were like, hey, um, with whatever, I was going to say reinstated, I think that's the word, um, your podcast and yeah so I just want to be honest I was seriously done like it wasn't like I'm just going to take a six a six year break no I was done so the fact that God has just called me to carry on um yeah let all the praise and glory be given given to him um and yeah yeah
I think I'll just leave it there. But um, know that you're not alone. And even though no one knows right now with this world what tomorrow is going to look like, just enjoy every day a step at a time. Um, yeah. Okay, bye. We should do this again. Well, you know where to find me.